Okay, we're live. We're live in Living Color. I wish Living Color was still around. They said they were trying to bring it back. Didn't you see? Or maybe that was just like somebody said it would be a good idea if they did. I don't know. Wasn't that Living Single? That was that too, but I'm pretty sure somebody was like, I, I will look into this. I recall this being a thing, but you know. All right, that's what's up. Wishful thinking. So, right. Laura, have you met any new black people since last we spoke? All the black people. Mm -hmm. I will go in chronological order. So the first person, I actually didn't see him, but he saw my friend Elise and I as we were walking back to bike school. And he apparently waved at us from his car while we were walking. I didn't see him. So I was it a friendly wave? It was a friendly wave. Okay. It was a friendly black man seeing other black people wave. Okay. Like starving for other black people to see him as well, apparently, because he's not seen because Ashland is Southern Oregon where you just keep driving through. Okay. Hoodle. Um, oh, there, oh, there was this dude looking young, flying fresh in his oh. motorcycle jacket. Also, okay. did he have a motorcycle? Ashland. Um, I never heard an engine. Okay. But, you know, he was just fashionable. That's, he okay. was fashionable. He was fashionable. Okay. Um, <laughs> there were a couple brown people in front of the Goodwill. It looked like they might have picked up a new monitor um, for their computer situation. Oh, that's a that good was... idea. I'm going to check the Goodwill. Carry on. <laughs> um, <laughs> there was a man wearing red pants on the corner. Were they um, fitted red pants? No, actually. Like Michael Jackson Thriller red pants? or like? Oh, what... God, no. No, okay. no, no. Let, let's go a little looser, similar okay. to those Adidas pants that both you and Will fit in. Like, closer okay. to that. But yeah, I know. Looser. I'm sorry. Please. I'm interjecting because you said tracksuit. So <laughs> I saw a picture online um, of a bike race podium of the winners. And it was like a mm -hmm. 60 plus men's podium. And Dope. whoever came in like second or third place was wearing a baby blue Adidas <laughs> tracksuit. And it was Tell me he was black. Yes, he was black. It was so good. It was so good. I was like, I don't even care who won. This man is wearing an Adidas Baby blue. <laughs> and was, it was he wearing a Kangol though? Was he wearing a Kangol? Yeah, in my head, he's wearing a Kangol, but okay. I can't remember if he was actually wearing a <laughs> He wins. He wins. I'm sure he owns one though. He must. Right though? But carry on. Oh. Um, and then there was oh, a lady at the supermarket yesterday who was wearing a Yankee fitted, and I was like, You from New York? And she was like, nah. And I was like, oh. It's cool, though. You so made me cool. think of home. Yeah. You made me think of home for a minute, so I appreciate that. And then today, because you know I live in Ubers, apparently. You sure um, do. On my way this morning, dude was from North Africa, and he was just, he was dope. He was dope. He was dope. And this evening, the woman it was born in Atria, I believe I'm pronouncing that correctly, but was raised in Ethiopia. And Eritrea? I believe you pronounced that correctly. That's where it's from. Oh, I didn't know that. See, I'm a terrible person. Wait, boy oh, Sam or girl Sam? Boy Sam. I used to make fun of him all the time and pretend it was called urethra because I was a kid and uh, kids oh, are me. Oh, you're terrible. <laughs> terrible. And however you actually pronounce it sounds closer to urethra than I would prefer. Mm -hmm. um, but I always knew that it wasn't that. It would just grind his gears so I would do it. But I'm, I've stopped doing that. Because you're an adult now? Not that I don't think about doing it, because in my <laughs> head it's still kind of funny, even though it's not funny at all. Because it's Sam, though. But because it's Sam, and I know how annoyed he gets, 
It's like picking <laughs> on your brother. And if yeah. I had a brother, it would be Sam. But anyway, carry on. Fair enough. Well, she was telling me about how her father was, uh, I believe, a commander in the army. And he, his, her mom was a political prisoner. Brother was a political prisoner. And then somehow they wound up in Oregon. Okay. Um, yeah. So she's dope as hell, though. I took her contact information because we're going to be friends. She don't know it yet. Actually, I think she does know it. We're going to be friends. Because mm-hmm. she said that the few Black people she has met in, or- in Oregon that they have not wanted to essentially build community with her for one reason or another. So I'm like, well, I'm here to build community. So let's do it. Um, okay, those are all of my Black people. How about you, Aisha? How many Black people did you meet since we last spoke? Okay, so I've probably like walked past some Black folks at some point, mm. but no one's mm. sticking out in my mind. But I do recall very vividly having a dream where I met Whoa. Oprah. <laughs> no, no. No, hear no. me out. It's great. It's great. I know it doesn't mm. count, but hear me out. Mm. So, <laughs> See, so, when I meet people in the movies, you don't let me, you, you told me I didn't meet Nina Simone and I know not meet Tina Turner. But I actually spoke with Oprah. It wasn't a dream, but I spoke with her. <laughs> what did you and Oprah talk about, Asia? Well, what had happened was I was walking by and I was talking to somebody else and I was like, I don't really care for Oprah. And then there's Oprah sitting right there. Oh, and I was oh like, shit. Oh. So I put my stuff down and I go and I'm like, oh, hey, Oprah. And wait, she... Wait, wait, were you walking in the street and you put your stuff down? <laughs> like, what? I feel like we were in some kind of, like, big open building. Okay. And Oprah was just sitting in this, like, empty room in just this really nice chair. Like, imagine, like, a royal of course it was a nice type. Chair. Probably of course. Or some shit. Yeah, like a royalty... <laughs> type throne situation and so I go and I was like well it's Oprah I should say hi you know it's Oprah so I go and I say hi to Oprah and she like stops me hands me this iPad and leaves the room so then I'm talking to Oprah through a video feed from this iPad so she is (laughs) typing things to me and asking me questions and I'm responding to Oprah like I'm talking to Oprah via ipad Whoa. i don't know why my brain decided that this made sense in dreamland but yeah what? oprah gave me all sorts of advice so i can't share it with y'all because it's of course not very good yeah. and i'm sure it was just my subconscious telling me wonderful things but it was a great conversation oprah's very I'm helpful a, I, i'm gonna talk to my mom <laughs> about this my mama is a dream interpreter or at least she thinks oh, she i'm is. going to meet oprah one day it's oh, going clearly. to happen oh easy and i better be right there next to you That's oprah and serena oh um, yes. I, I'm gonna say words. I, I I try to imagine what I will do if I meet Serena. What and would I you imagine, do? Actually, I don't know. I don't know if I'd say anything. Like I, you have to say something. <laughs> what do you say? Hi, I guess. I'll work on do that. Better. We'll, do better. We don't, yeah. We'll work on that. <laughs> but no, I ain't mean no black people in real life. <laughs> Damn. I guess cue the music. <laughs> Fix it like Jesus. 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 I'm Laura Solis, a newly certified bicycle technician. Woo! Okay. Yeah, Sorry. that's right. Congratulations. Yeah, I did it. I did it. Mm-hmm. I am Aisha McGowan, and I don't have any new certifications. Uh, but you oh, are. I started a company this week. I'm not gonna Boom. say anything more than that, but that's big, right? Boom. That is big. You got that's like a certification. Did you get a piece of paper in the mail? Uh, I did from the IRS. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Boom, you got a certificate. 
<laughs> they were saying, That's- well, you need to give us this. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> if you do these things, we're going to take this much. And I was like, oh, oh. well, thank you for telling me. <laughs> <laughs> There's All that. right. Whew. All right. So who do you have this week for? Yes, queen. Wow. Might mm-hmm. I just say that that is a significant improvement Maybe from I had episode one. In that. Mm-hmm. What? Wow. <laughs> okay. Well, <Wow. laughs> my yas queen is Marley Diaz. Mm-hmm. Who What's she is, she's 12 and she's just, right. She's a young yas queen. The children of the future. The future, the future. Um, she is 12 years old. She created, she wrote a book that is geared towards 10 and 12 year olds. And it is an activism guide because she wants to make sure that t- people ages 10 and up uh, know about her passion of turning her passion into action, exploring activism, social justice, equity, and inclusion. And she wants to encourage literacy, diversity, and guide young people to use their powers to create a positive change. And it's not even her first book. Homegirl is... Did I say the children of the future? Did I meant the children <laughs> are the present? She got a word, right, though. Right, though? Um, and she's going to be releasing another book in 2018, but she wrote a book last year. Like, Homegirl is just killing it. She's been able... She also donates books to children, to girls, and... She became an editor at large at her mini zine on L.com. Like, she is winning all of the things. Did I tell okay. you she was 12? 12. Yes, she is. Go ahead, girl. Do you it. You gotta work. Mm-hmm. No How about you? This week, I pick, I mean, this is kind of old news, but still big news in my opinion. And since I haven't, since we haven't met in a while, I think we're going to mention it anyway. So okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try her name. I'm sorry if I get it wrong. But it's, it's to me, Ime Ime A Umana. And she's a native of Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, and she will serve as the 131st leader of the Harvard Law Review. So she Hell is yes. the first black woman to serve as president for the, the Harvard Law Review, which is also a position held by President Obama when he was there. So Boom. that's a huge deal. Hell yeah. And the yeah. fact that she's the first black, wait, first woman or first black woman? The first black woman in 130 years. <laughs> <laughs> what were you doing 130 years ago, Aisha? 100. <laughs> what? 30 years it's taken. Wow. Wow. Um, so, yeah. She better work. Work, work, I'm... work, work. Okay. Sorry. Mm. I haven't she's heard already, that in a very long time. doing that. Actually. Yes. Right, though? And she's been doing it for... <laughs> but she hasn't been doing it for 130 years, as I was about to say. That mm. would have been wrong. No, she has not. She has not. <laughs> she is not that old. Okay. Uh, yes. Yeah. So this week, or I guess rather two episodes ago, in episode 13, we asked y'all about mental health and yes. how do you, um, how do you t- suggest to a friend that they might um, need benefit. to consider or they might mm-hmm. benefit from seeing a mental health professional and vice versa, how would you receive that information if someone said it to you or suggested it to mm-hmm. you? And none of y'all gave us any <laughs> responses to that. It's like, y'all were no, like, I'm, no, I'm, no, I'm staying no. away from that. I'll plead the fifth of that. <laughs> One, two, three, four. <laughs> I mean, because, like, I feel like if I, yo, Aisha, if you were to be like, yo, Laura, but how mm-hmm. you could benefit 
from seeing a mental health professional. Depending on my mood that yes. day. There's a time and a place. <laughs> I did, like, I if we're fighting, which oh. we don't really do, but if I was like, you need to go talk to somebody. <laughs> I wish you would. <laughs> I don't think I've even heard you ever speak to anyone in that tone, ever. But like, I feel like there's a way of presenting the information that could be received a little better. Um, and but that's the thing, like, having a time, and that's the reason you're suggesting it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm like, well, not. you gonna be right next to me then, right? Mm-hmm. Is this gonna right be a group session? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, is this gonna be a group session? Because clearly, you could benefit too. But if it was coming yeah. from a different place, where you're like, you know what? Like, I'm here like, for you, you as a friend. However, as an option. I can only do but so much for you, and I think that perhaps seeing someone who is licensed might really benefit you at this time. I would be here for it. And I would be grateful that you would let me know, like, this is my limitation. Like, I hear you, but I don't feel like I'm helping you by just listening to you. Someone else can give you some direction or something. I'd be I, here for it. I mean, I think it's a little different coming from me, too, because I can speak from personal experience. And it's mm-hmm. not like, a, I'm judging you because you need to talk to somebody. It's like, a, I've done it. I think it's a great idea. I highly mm-hmm. recommend it versus... I have no idea how that would work, but good luck. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't know. I feel like it depends on the person. And if you're truly good friends or family or whatever, I feel like you know how to talk to those folks in a manner that they can, even if they get upset up front. Like with my mom, whenever I offer suggestions that I know she doesn't want to hear and vice versa, it's usually like a, a very tense moment <laughs> and then we hang up the phone and then like maybe a day or two later a phone call will happen where whoever received the advice will be like I thought about what you said <laughs> <laughs> I might have done it might have had my appointment next week yeah like, very reluctantly but like mm-hmm. like a, well now that I've had some time to think about it <laughs> I will consider this as an option. Fine. <laughs> you might have been right. <laughs> but only maybe. <laughs> but they can't, you can't um, process that information if it's never presented to you. So I think as a friend, it is imperative that if you want to give that suggestion, that you should. Um, yeah, that's just my thoughts on it, I guess. Word. Word. All right. <clears throat> this week's discussion topic. Right. Yes. So this week, we wanted to discuss fear. Why do we fear certain people? Checking our fear and finding the source and making sure that it's not just our internal bias. Exactly. So when I was in Atlanta, actually, I did a workshop on internal bias. I didn't host the workshop. I participated in the workshop. I didn't host nothing down there. I just, I was a participant. It was great. I'm almost never a participant. Um, this is true. Mm-hmm, I just be hosting stuff. Um, but I participated in, in several workshops and that was one of them. And it was basically this topic of like how we have this internal bias that shapes the way we move through life and how that impacts the people around us yeah um and i think especially in in times like this i'm particularly frustrated because of the muslim ban that's why i wanted to talk about this so mm. since we the, the muslim ban has happened since we last spoke right that's 
a, yeah. technically a recent development <clears throat> and it's yes. been going on for a couple weeks now um and it has sort of fizzled out is that still happening anywhere or how does um, you know on that? i feel like it was like everybody's all outraged and now it's like we're not even really talking about it anymore well um, because i recall that i'm sorry i don't recall which body of government it was had like pretty much rejected it was the whatever judicial branch right yeah, it was definitely the the judicial branch. I don't recall which, because that's anyway. when Trump was like, "Ugh, that guy." That's yeah. when forty five. Because I have to stop saying his name because it's causing me distress. That's when forty five okay. was like, "This judge doesn't know what he's doing." <laughs> yes, that's exactly what? how he said it. Actually, and I what are you talking about you crazy person. Yeah, <sighs> and so. Admittedly, I haven't gotten an update since then because that turned into um, these ICE or these immigration sweeps that have been occurring around the country. Uh Um, And then there was this false news that had posted a tweet that I think was rather old that pretty much was from Donald Trump telling people like what the phone number was to ICE and how to, you know, make sure you're deporting illegal immigrants and how you can do your service as an American um, by making sure you deport illegal Americans. But that was either fake or old. Okay. Um, But I will say I, so I received, someone had shared a screenshot of that right before I was about to take my exam. Oh um, Lord. At bike school. And why people say stuff like that. And no, no when you have a well, it was actually one of the participants that has shared it with everyone because uh, she had like jumped into the Facebook sphere and it was on her screen and she just shared it with everyone and I I got emotional around it and that had to do with the fact that see NSA already know this about me. Like it had to do with the fact that <laughs> they know all of our lives. <laughs> exactly. They know, you know, I'm in a relationship with a person who is an immigrant in this country. My family, I'm a first generation American, and there are plenty of people in my family who came into this country in, in a, yeah, they came into this ways. There we go. And therefore, like this hit home, like it would, like it literally could hit home. Actually, no. It ain't my mama. My mama's a citizen, in case NSA is listening. And I, she a citizen. I need y'all to know that. The point is... So mama and boo are citizens. Don't come exactly. to our houses. We good. Exactly. Don't co- exactly. Okay. They both citizens. They okay. don't wave their little flags. They got, they got papers. They got papers. <laughs> they got papers. But, you know, beyond that, I'm like, wait a minute. This cousin, that cousin, this auntie, this uncle, like, they could just be swept up in the middle of the night. And unfortunately, I know from secondhand experience, that it's literally they can come into your house in the middle of the night, take you away, and you are locked up for two years in a, an immigration detention center. And, you know, photos have been floating around about what those look like anyway. <clears throat> Which going they are back, pretty. Absolutely <laughs> not. And obviously, it's, I want, it circles back to that fear where people are afraid that, you know, the Mexicans are causing all this crime and the Mexicans are doing this or the Muslims are, you know, with Al-Qaeda or they're with ISIS or they're with so-and-so. And And it's just like, wait a minute, let's educate ourselves. Let's take a step back, educate ourselves. Mm -hmm. Because back to what you were asking, why do we have this fear? What is this bias that we have? Or is it a legitimate fear that we have because in fact our lives are being threatened? The thing that really irritates me about all of that is that White folks get autonomy. 
Like they can be mm-hmm. individuals. They can do dumb things. Yeah. They'll be a dumb single white person. Like it's How not many like- of these dumb white men who shot up, stabbed. Well, bombed. there was a dude, was it like Virginia or South Carolina or something, where he was Virginia planting South bombs in the targets or something? Wait. Did you hear what? about that? Somebody was no. planting bombs in various targets, I believe. And a they target? Yeah, and they called him a lone wolf. Like he got the plot. He he didn't. I think he was planning to do this. I don't think he got to the point where he gotcha. it out. And they were, oh, he's a lone lone wolf. Like they're but always it ain't, a lone but wolf. But it ain't all white people. It ain't all the white people. It's not all the white people. We're not we're not gonna look at white people and be a, be afraid. And it's like, well, I personally am afraid. I'm triggered. But le- exactly, like, um. let, had that been a you know, had that been a black dude, or had that been a man whose name sounded slightly in any way or yeah. it would have been like oh yeah yeah that isis group for sure Get well Get the dude in canada that actually was shooting folks outside of the the mosque mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. they were trying to <clears throat> individualize him and it's just like you guys realize that most of the terrorism that happens that we know about is white folks <laughs> yep like in this country in yeah this country. Yep. And we ain't banning white men no time soon that I know about. So nah, I, I don't get know that why memo. we. And we all have by now know that the countries that have been banned, none of them folks have attacked us. Like none of them. It's ridiculous. Not, not, a, not a single one. So what we? Like what are we protecting ourselves from? I'm sorry. I feel like it's time and time again. This country has gone to war or made enemies with countries that simply don't want to play with us, if you will. Like, they don't want to share with, with us. Like, this goes back to, like, basic kindergarten type shit. Like, they don't want to share their oil with us. Or... Well, y'all can't come here then. <laughs> exactly. And it's like, what you are can't... we, kindergarten? I don't want to be your friend anymore. Oh, my God, that annoys me when kids say that. I'm just like, <sighs> best buddies five seconds ago. <laughs> like, I will look at them. I'm like, you're still her friend. Like, stop. <laughs> oh, like, you made the decision for them? You made the decision? I make the decision for them. Because it's You foolish. are her friend. You're still her friend. That's it. It has been declared. Apologize. <laughs> because y'all are still friends. Y'all are still friends. Because in five minutes, you're going to be friends again anyway. So let's skip to that part. Like, let's I can't just... be bothered. Bad now, forward. with 45, somebody has given this man, as we talked about before, a pen and the power to do what? How many executive orders can you sign this in a day? Fool. Like, I feel like, isn't that like a power you use sparingly? That's what, see, I get, you know what? It's kind of like, ooh, well, you know, man, of having checks and balances. Well, no, but there are checks and balances. However, know, the point of them if we ain't gonna check and balance. But see, the thing is, we in some ways have been checking and balancing, but that's not what we're gonna see in the news. And I'm not saying that we're gonna be fine by no means. We need to still fight the good fight. Give your money to ACLU, please. Um, but and to other local organizations, but it we're not going to hear about that as much because that's not going to be as you know as big of a headline as Donald Trump sends executive order to right. get rid of all people over five orders. Whatever he signs goes into effect immediately. So it's one of those yeah. like so ask for an apology later kind of thing. Yeah. Whereas that's when he signed true. this Muslim ban, folks were already in the air, and then they were like, "Well, you've landed, but you can't." You cannot enter this country. So I don't know where you was trying to go, but you need to go back. To where Can I just go off on from. a tangent on that for just a second? I have something on my heart. Okay. So, where, where, where's the heart located? <laughs> <laughs> I got something, something heavy on my heart. So 
Mm-hmm. And I say this again, not that it's needed, but as a person who has immigrants in their family. Direct ties. Mm-hmm. Direct ties to that community. When Muslim ban happened, so many people mobilized, went to yeah. airports, like took off from work. Companies were making statements. Did the we most. all we all said delete Uber. It was all of the things. Did you delete? And Uber? that happened. Nah, I took an Uber today. Um, <laughs> but let's. This isn't about me right now. Well, it is because we're talking about my heart, but not that part of my heart. The point is, what? Like, I'm happy that we mobilized in that way. I okay. am, and by we, I mean like we, the people who of don't, the United States, of course, of the United States that were there. Okay. Um, but how come mm. when the black people got shot? Oh, Joy. When the babies got oh, shot? They don't want to know. They don't want to know about the, that. When Sandra Bland was killed? When? What, what, why don't? Why do? Why were we like doing that? Like, why weren't where, the lawyers rolling up with their laptops? I just that has really, really been on my mind and I'm just like I again with all the love in my heart for immigrants because that that's me right well, there. Here's Those my are my theory. people. Here's my theory. Yes. Tell me. Tell me. Tell me tell me what you think. So remember when the women's were marching? Mm-hmm. Remember when the women's was marching? I think everyone felt really good about that. Like I think everyone just was like, man, I did that. We we did great. So something else happened. Like, we are all united and not, okay, we're not all united, but there is a large majority of unity against 45. Like, we can mostly agree that this man is a problem and we need to unite against him. And I feel like that sort of common enemy is something that everyone did not have when Sandra Bland got Mm. shot. And so, so, so what you're saying is, can I mm-hmm. deduce from what you're mm-hmm. saying, ma'am, mm-hmm. that unfortunately, for better or worse, if you know the past tells us anything, mm-hmm. in the next month, mm-hmm. shorter tomorrow, maybe yesterday, when mm-hmm. we learn about the next brown person that was shot down, the same folks who was marching before forty-five, they show up. They showing up for that. They person. no, the same people that were there before forty-five are going to show up. Not these folks that are marching in the airports and marching um, on Washington. Those folks ain't going to show up. Maybe a few of them will. Why won't they show up, though? Maybe a handful of them will because they're, like, in the spirit of standing up now. Um, But if you ask me. Why why won't they show up? They're tired now? They're tired? They they get to be tired? I think there is some fatigue setting in because the the, the roars are not as loud as they were the first couple weeks. They're not. Um, people are worn out from daily. See, but like I can't afford for others oh, to I'm be aware. tired because oh, I'm still aware. afraid. Like to go back to fear. The worst is yet to come. You do realize that, which is my. Oh. So here's the thing. So remember W George W. Oh yeah, I remember him. Remember him, and when we thought he was the dumbest thing. That would mm-hmm. what we wouldn't do for W to come back. What? Jesus. I mean, I don't really want him to come back to be honest. Nah, I just nah, but if I but had to either choose way, a third term, 
or this dude. He had a very low approval rating as well. No one, people weren't marching in the streets necessarily to this extent, but we weren't like a W fan because it was that whole like Florida recount thing. Yeah, and he was yeah, like, he didn't win the popular vote. He didn't yeah. win the popular vote. The Supreme Court voted him or put him into office. And we weren't we weren't feeling good about that as a country. Nah. We were like, but we weren't marching the way we did. You ain't, you ain't really the president though, so his approval rating was very low. And then nine eleven happened, and overnight his approval rating shot through the roof. So Which what I'm I never afraid understood. of? Oh, I get it. I get all I need to get. Mm-hmm. White folks love them some guns, war, and retaliation. But either way, what I'm afraid of is that that is going to happen again. They just need one big event to happen and then 45 and all his glory will be glory will be like I told you guys this was going to happen cuz he's like already sending out tweets like if something happens it's because y'all didn't li-. like <laughs> he's setting it up. Like he is setting it up to claim zero responsibility. He's pissing off every country he can. And someone... Seriously. He's, like, waiting. He's trying to incite something. Like, something bad is coming. And so I don't he can come and be our hero. Come. I'm not willing it to come, which maybe that's what this sounds like. But I just feel no, like no. it doesn't matter how low his approval rating is now. Because if something bad enough happens in this country, like a 9 we take out our guns. We're gonna all be ready to march right back into war. Not all of us. I get that because I was. I'm like this whole never forget thing. Like, how about we never forget slavery? I'm still trying. I'm still holding on to that. Like, and y'all telling yes, me, yes, girl. Get that. Let's like, I'm not ready to let like, go. Mind you, I, my that's that just happened. But so many miles away from the the towers, but never forget slavery how about we come back to that one because that's still affecting me today how about black wall street i mean i know we talked about that recently but why we ain't never forgetting that like why we gotta never forget 9-11 why nothing always... else <laughs> seriously like that's the one thing that they're like wait don't forget y'all need to let go of the slavery but never forget but never forget this never forget one. <laughs> never forget and i don't want this to come across as, as if we're being insensitive to what occurred on September 11, oh, 2001, New York City and in the Pentagon. But, but if we don't remember that, we can remember the other horrible things that happened too. Like why, why we gotta let, hold on to that? Cause that's how they got this war to happen. And then there were yep. no weapons of mass destruction, but we ain't need to go there. We don't need to go there. We, yeah, we that'll be another, that's happened. a whole nother. Mm-hmm. My point mm-hmm. is Trump, <clears throat> I'm sorry, I'm working on that. 45 is wearing people out. He is just on like, the early end too. Yeah. yeah, trying to get tired. Never-ending, stupid, and just so much overwhelming stuff. And that's that where the self-care comes in because we can't that let people that happen. It can't wear up. us down. It can't wear us down. Nah, Holmes. I, I stepped back from Facebook. I like. I was like all over it, and now I'm just like I can't. Like I can't function yeah. this way. I can't live my life this way. Oh yeah. I mean, um, when I was in bicycle school, I was so sparingly on the internet because yeah. I needed to focus on life outside of 45. We got things and to do. Life goes exactly. On. Like life has to go on. But so what I do is I'll wake up in the morning. I'll use my little app. Did I tell you about the Quartz app? Tell me later. And they tell me stuff. Okay. That's important. And I'd be like, thank you. And then I go about my day. And then at nighttime, I'll ask it, tell me what I need to know about today. And it's like, okay. 
Like I know what executive orders were signed since there are always so many. Mm. Um, and I move oh, on. I don't allow it to continue. The what the f happened today? Isn't that what it's called? What the f happened today? Dot com or something oh, like that. Oh, I need to find that. Really, I like that. Okay, what the? Are you googling? I'm googling. I yeah. Um, oh, I'll find it and then we will um share because we care. Um, yeah. because for me, it's a matter of limiting my exposure to that buffoonery. Oh, it's what the fuck um, just happened today. Dot com. <laughs> boom. That's pretty straightforward. And it's Next a list one. of like everything. How many things are on there for today? Um, ballpark. I'm looking. I'm scrolling down. Oh damn! There's that many. Eight. Okay. Oh, but it is a weekend. So it is a weekend. Um, Tomorrow's a holiday. Yeah, but it's a daily breakdown of. And it's what the f? It's no. It's spelled out all the words. What the fuck just happened today? Dot com. <laughs> Alrighty. What the fuck just happened today? Dot com. Yes. <laughs> I want to know who, who who owns that. Yes to you. Um, I don't know, but I was before that. I was thinking, like, can can somebody just make a list? Because we're all very overwhelmed, trying to keep up, and I feel like we're missing the smaller things that are happening. Like, I feel we have like the shock events, like the shock events. Like, he banned all the Muslims from coming in. Very big. I'm not gonna diminish that in any way, but I feel like he's using those events to cover up for other things that he's exactly. Doing. Like, I need to know about you, like taking missing. away my like, healthcare. We're not like, like he's like the dude on the corner with the. Like with the, the 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 little cups over the ball, and you gotta figure out where the ball at. Oh, but not for nothing. I was really good at that game. Like once upon a time. All right, tangent. So bus house, <laughs> mommy and me, we were walking on Fordham Road, right? And I must okay. have been like eleven years Which old. Which is in the Bronx. In the Bronx, it's um yeah. the number one uh place for moolah in the Bronx. And okay. So fast forward, we walking by, and we're like, there was this dude set up like with some milk crates and some cardboard, and he's doing his little like three cups, one ball thing, or maybe it was right, cards. right, right. And we're walking by, and like, mommy, 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 look, look, look. So as this dude is doing it, I would tell her, oh, it's the one in the middle. Oh, it's this one. It's this one. And then I was like, mommy, let me get some money. And my brother was like, girl, I'm <laughs> not giving you no money to gamble. Get the fuck out my face. Your mom did not say that. <laughs> she did not. That's not verbatim. Because she didn't say anything. She just gave me that look. And the, that was the message. You got gambling money? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I'm telling you, if she would have given me that money, y'all, we would have gone shopping right afterwards. Mm -hmm. So I'm just saying, you know, if ever there's an opportunity I don't for me to use, I'm, I'm just saying, give me like $20. I got you. No. I got you. Mm -mm. We don't right. gamble, Laura. <laughs> Sounds like you have a bit of a problem. <laughs> As no your friend, me. I am suggesting <laughs> that you don't gamble. No one's ever giving me the twenty dollars. I don't understand. Just give me twenty. Because we love you. Because we all love you. Oh, you I'm surrounded that. with people that love me. I. So either way, the okay. point of this was all to say, we as humans need to be aware of yep. where our fear is actually coming from, because the way that we have been programmed. Our fear is irrational. Like, give us give give an example of like a day to day. Okay, so there was a an incident on a Delta flight um, where someone, um, I believe, I don't remember how they identify, but they were not a cisgendered white person. Mm -hmm. um, they were a person person of color who would identify as um, homosexual in some way. Mm -hmm. 
And they went to sleep on this flight and woke up with a police in their face because the person next to them had called the police because they felt uncomfortable. Wait a minute. One question. First question. How do you call the yes. police on an airplane? When the plane lands, I guess, you call so the police. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll worry about the logistics later. Mm. But so what did the... what? So what did, did the, what happened to the person who Which woke person? up with the police in their face? They were told that a report would be filed. Um, I believe it went to like the FBI. I don't remember. What the fuck? They said, I'll post this article. The, a report would be filed and they could also file their version of the, the incident. Mm-hmm. And this person was like, there was no incident. Like, we had no interaction. I was asleep. <laughs> I was asleep, though. <laughs> we were on a plane. I was asleep. I woke up. The police, you know, like, this. Um, and the person's complaint was that they didn't, they were uncomfortable that the airline would sit them next to this kind of person. Excuse um, me? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wish, I wish, I wish. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> really, you know, like, I'm sorry. Like, if I did that for every single time I'm I was sorry. sat next to a white man, <laughs> like, I would never have I'd a place to I'd be calling police all the time. Exactly, I would never have a place to sit. <laughs> I mean, and all right, so going back to this fear thing. So mm-hmm. I know people, so I, since having moved to Oregon, Mm-hmm. have unfortunately developed at least a, a high, for better or worse a heightened sense of awareness mm-hmm. when a white person walks into the room because I need to get a gauge for them I need to know whether or not this person thinks I'm human or mm-hmm. I should be treated with respect mm-hmm. um and then you know act accordingly um and I feel like that sort of has turned me almost a bit cynical Mm. in some ways and mm-hmm. I've become like the angry black person okay. but there there have been you know numerous times where that person will walk into the room in particular at work um, and they make it very clear that they do not care for my existence and so I am grateful however that this sort of heightened awareness as I would prefer to call it has mm-hmm. happened later in my life rather than beforehand because mm-hmm. I feel like it would have cut me off to a lot of great people in my life. Like I would not, I would probably have fewer friends that look, that don't look like me. Um, I wouldn't be in the relationship that I'm in. I don't know um, if that's completely true. I don't know if I completely agree with that. I feel like it would have made it a lot more difficult for me to open up to people because nowadays, if there's a person in the room that looks, if there's a white person in the room that comes in that's new to me and in my world, it takes me that much longer to at least at, you know, on the surface level, trust you because I need to know, did you vote for Trump? Like more, pretty much. <laughs> like that's, that's what I need to know. Like I, I speaking of which, Oh, there's an app. <laughs> like no, to find okay, out so, mutual friends of ours. I won't say their names cause you know, whatever. But in two different occasions, once in New York City, once in Brooklyn, and once in Oakland, we've had folks come up to us and address them with some ridiculous question that I know they were only asked because they were white. 
So when we were in Brooklyn, um, I think it was like Yom Kippur or something. It was a Jewish holiday. And I don't, I don't know which holiday it was, but the Hasidic Jews were walking around with some sort of like shrubbery, like a fern or something. I don't remember Ooh. what it was. Oh, I don't know this one. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what it was. I don't remember what it was. All I know is they had some sort of thing that grows that they were like passing out. And they come okay. to us. And we're just talking because we don't live in the same place. Who is they? Who is they that come to you? The Hasidic man holding okay. the thing. And mm-hmm. he comes to me. I'm with three white people. Mm-hmm. I'm with um, a couple, a white couple, and then another white male. And mm-hmm. he looks at the couple and he goes, are you Jewish? <laughs> and they're like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then in Oakland, he didn't even look at me like I didn't exist anyway. But I told Oakland. you about my ninth grade Jewish Jamaican teacher. Mm-hmm. I know. I could have been a Jamaican mm-hmm. Jew. You would never have known. But either way, mm-hmm. in Oakland, we're outside the Oakland Museum. And I do believe this time it was a black man. And he comes up and looks at them and goes, did you vote for Donald Trump? No. <laughs> yeah. And I was just no. like, you ask everyone this question? Like, I just, I was like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> right? Like, and it only happens when I'm with them, as far as I know. And people only address them, this couple. See, I'm more concerned about the fact that he would ask this of people you were with. Because what does that say about you? (laughs) And does he ask all of the white people? Does he ask everyone? That that is what I want. That was his lead. He didn't say hello. He didn't introduce himself. He just said, did you vote for Trump? Vote for Trump. And I was like, are y'all Trump voters or something like that? And I'm like, what do you, what was their response? (laughs) <laughs> they didn't respond. I did. I, I did. I responded. I said, do you ask this of everyone? And he just kept moving. Like, what kind of crap? Was like, he sober? Was he sober? I believe he was sober. He didn't appear to be drunk. I mean, I, California he, just got that recreational marijuana thing passed, though. He just looked maybe. angry. I don't know. Um, wow. Either way, what, I guess I, I'm saying that to say that we as Black people also have internal biases. We're not immune from that. Oh, absolutely. Which is, I think that's the point I was trying to get to was I didn't develop this internal bias or it wasn't as developed until I moved out here and I had a real source of fear for my life to base it off of. Because admittedly, I knew that not all white people were my friends. I knew that. Uh-huh. But I never, at least to my knowledge, to my awareness, experienced that firsthand. So I always sort of, not necessarily, I didn't necessarily not believe others, but since I didn't have my own experience to base that off of. I'm like, well, I will continue to, I don't know, whatever. Um, The point being, now my basis of fear is based off of facts and experiences of my own. And then also, you know, just of others, like, you know, when all these people started getting, becoming, when it became more clear that a black life was not as valuable as a white life because you can get killed and no one shows up. Um, it was like, wait a minute. Like, I have something to truly be concerned about, even like even more so because now it's hitting home, as in it's hitting my brothers and sisters that look like me. Um, I don't know. Like, I feel like fear can definitely be a good thing, but but I mean, we have fear for a reason. I mean, we yeah. I mean, from a biological standpoint, sure. And I feel like when it's but I feel but like a fear just, of 
a general fear of black people and Muslims is ridiculous. Like, like a general fear of any black man that's walking with a hoodie on his head is not okay. Like it's cold outside. I'm wearing a hoodie. So why are you crossing the street? Why are you holding your purse a little closer? Like, this does not mean that I'm going to rob you, especially if it's in the daytime. Because if it's and at see, night, things like that are annoying. But that doesn't bother me as much as why did you call the police? Why are you screaming in an airplane while I'm like asleep, why? Though. You know, like actual actionable things that can affect someone else's life. We're used to you clutching your purse. We're used to you crossing the street. It's yeah, we're ridiculous. Used to you to the corner of the elevator. Fine, like, but that is not going to cause me damage. That's not gonna. You just look like a jerk when you do that. But when you call no, I disagree with that. I disagree with that. And I'm gonna say that for me at least, I would have said that. But I thought about that for a moment because we're women. We're petite women at that. We're small women. And if we were walking through life being six two black men, and every single time you walked into an elevator a white woman walked into the, you know, stepped into the corner and clutched her purse every single time for 40, 50 years of your life, I'm sure that would degrade you in some way. Like, and oh, that would I'm affect sure it you. it would have emotional impact. But what I'm saying is it's not going to send me to prison and it's not going to kill me. Got and that, sure, like, sure. Okay, okay, I'm following. Like an immediate, life-changing, physical, tangible... Got not you. That, like I'm not robbing you. Right impact now. isn't tangible, but I'm not gonna die because you crossed the street. I'm gonna die because you yeah. called the police and they shot me. Yeah, I got you. Because you thought I was breaking into someone's car, but it was my car. Like stuff like that. Um, okay. Yeah, that stuff has an emotional impact. We like even when you go into the store and then they start grilling you all extra hard or, or following <laughs> just far enough behind that you don't. Like, Yo, that reminds me of what's that, what's that movie? Don't be a menace in South Central while you're drinking a gin a and juice in the hood. Or don't, like be that? A, don't be a menace in South Central while drinking your juice in the hood or something like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. you remember that sketch where they're like, heady up and bite. Heady up and bite. <laughs> and then, like, she shows up in the freezer. Heady up and bite. If you ever watched that movie, yeah, I'm gonna need you to watch that movie. I'm gonna need you to watch that. It might be on Netflix still. It was for a while. That movie is, yeah, it's it it makes light <laughs> of a lot of very real situations. And the Wayne's brothers were a part of it. Like they have been so the whole great. Wayne's family, the whole family is in there. Oh yeah, the whole, yeah. they make whole. it's like a parody of a bunch of different black movies from that era. Yeah, uh, um, but yeah. to say, ah. Oh, I don't even know where I was going with that, actually. Why did I bring up Don't Be a Menace? Oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's the, the fact dude, that... The lady in the, in, the, in the fridge. In but the like, fridge. I feel yeah. like, like it's to the point, you know, we have trained ourselves, and I think I brought this up before. Like, if I walk into a store, like, I remember, actually, when I walked into the beauty supply store a few weeks ago with you, like, I had a bag in my hand, and I tied it up into a knot and put it around my wrist and walked around the store because that way they knew I did not have an open bag that I could potentially steal things with. Because I just, I want to decrease the chances of you thinking ill of me when I'm inside of your establishment. It's the fact that I have, no one has ever told me to do this. My mother has never mentioned this. I've probably observed her do the same thing at some point and other people who look like me do the same thing. But it's the fact that this is how I have been trained, if you will, so that I can decrease my chances of having to interact with another individual in a negative way. 
Like, because I don't want that business owner thinking I'm trying to steal their hair weave. I will pay the $5 for my hair weave. It's going to be all right. Actually, it's not hair weave. It's extensions. But anyway. Like, um, I'm personally not trying to go to jail at all. But if I somehow went to jail, it's not going to be for stealing a candy bar. Like, I'm just not. It ain't. It really ain't, though. It's not going to be that. It's because somebody done kidnapped my family. And I, you know, like, it's going to be something. (laughs) Like, if I have to go to jail for something, it's going to be somebody's life was at stake. I imagine what's that movie with that man with the deep voice is like I am a blah blah blah. I'm what? going to find my daughter. Oh, taken, taken. I imagine you are him. <laughs> He's not so and like I'm that on the all. other side. I'm like Aisha. Aisha, they took me. They took me. Oh, and not like, for nothing though. I'd be using. I'd be using that out by myself. Wait, I'll call somebody. And be like, all right, you're on the phone. If I just start shouting out descriptions of folks, this is who you need to look for. <laughs> I'm happy we made this arrangement. Like now we know. If I just call you one day, red, hoodie, like, red truck, four skate, <laughs> just shouting out description. Oh shit, that's so real. You will find me. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Boom. Alrighty. <laughs> let us let us let us continue move on. Forward. Okay. Let us move forward. I don't want to spend much time on 45 this week. I just wanted to note uh that it is Black History Month and he has been making a fool of himself in light of that. Lord. Lord. I'm sure by now he's aware that Frederick Douglass is no longer with us, but that was probably news to him. Um, <laughs> Pence can go somewhere trying to get us to to thank Lincoln for freeing the slaves. He While he had a slave, boot, he can take his boot and shove it right up his own behind. Like I don't have time oh for him. Gosh. And then Trump. I'm sorry. <clears throat> Forty five. It's gonna take me a while. <laughs> Talking about. Do you know the Black Caucus? <laughs> Are they your friends? Are they your friends? <laughs> At his press conference to the Black, like we all know each other. Did you see the tweet that they responded though? He, they were like, "We sent you a letter. You did not respond." <laughs> no, you serious? Serious? Yes, they they sent they yes. Um, he it, we got what a week left. Yep, a black a week and a half. It's the shortest month of the year. Can you just stop being a fool for like 10 more days? <sighs> and then you got Ben Carson and Omarosa up there. The coons. Like he, like he mm-hmm. scratched together every black person he knew and put them in that room. <laughs> That's all he knew. That's all he knew. Talking about, y'all don't know this about Omarosa, but she's a great guy. Like, get out of our faces. We don't care. What is it that she does for him? She is an ambassador. She's I don't, like, I don't, I don't even know why I asked. Let's move on. I, I'm making up titles for her. I have no idea. What she does. And honestly, I do not care. I don't care. All right. She, let's move she, on then. She, she helps him with the blacks. She translates. I don't know. <laughs> what, what, what do they mean by this, Omarosa? <laughs> the blacks, that is. The blacks. You know them. You know, you know her, right? <laughs> Random black person. All right. Um... So, thank you, Black Jesus. Mm-hmm. Do you want to take uh, the lead on this? Nah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Sure. This. This. Will, I'll okay. start. I'll start easily. Um, okay. So I think I had mentioned this apparently a little too early. Uh, however long ago, 
but only recently were dreadlocks banned in the army like within the past couple weeks i thought this had happened a couple weeks ago i'm sorry a couple years ago but i think it it was it hadn't it was braids that had been uh, removed from the lift or had been lifted I'm sorry. from the band. What were they supposed to do with their hairs? I don't know. They not know how black hair work. I don't <laughs> I don't think I don't think they know how black hair is set up. I got um, going right now. They're not braids because braids take a little longer and I didn't have the energies, but mm-hmm. the way that my hair's been matting in the back lately, you can't Girl. tell me I can braid my hair. So don't tell me that. <laughs> Well, <laughs> that's that's all that's all that is. So yeah, now there's that. So uh, cornrows, twists, dreadlocks, all that. It's all good. Oh, so we can we can we can do our but protective you, course, styles now. To, you can, but exactly, essentially, it has to be in a protective style because it still needs to be like in a bun or like you know brought down to the nape of your neck. I, do I have to grab the back of your neck? I'm sorry, but yeah, you um, have, but you can't have like an afro or like I nah, can't nah, 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 nah. Chill with that. Chill with that. Chill with that. No, we like full on curls. Okay, you, I don't think you can have a TWA unless it's like okay. you got like a fade or something. I don't know. Unless it's like a buzz cut, like a yeah. like a like a Brooklyn. Okay, so you got like an S curl. Like maybe if you oh, got you have an S curl. I feel you like S curl is too much. Nah, <laughs> come on, the dudes in the block be looking sharp with their S curls, and they got that but are these like ass ball bristle oh, rush. What? Oh, what? you mean like the texturizer S curl, like the, yeah, the close yeah, yeah, yeah. cut? Okay, okay. I thought yeah, you mean like yeah. a Jerry, like a dripping. <gasps> oh okay. God, no, we can't do that. <laughs> like the Jackson Five and the No 80s. one should be doing okay. that. No one should be doing that. <laughs> not for nothing. <laughs> that is not permitted. I haven't seen him in a while, but mm. he had last I seen him, which was way too recent for this. Who is him? Had a Jerry curl. He is he's an older cousin, so he was in his like. You have 80s. a person in your family who wears a person a in Jerry my family curl. Who, yes, ma'am. <laughs> is he over fifty nine? No, he was like in his forties. I want to no. say, and this was in the past. I'm gonna give it ten years. Within the past 10 years. And I just never understood. I never understood. I'm just like, you need to let that go. <laughs> I don't want to speak ill of your family. Let it. But they let, let it. Let it go. Right though. Right though. <laughs> let it go. Just let it. Just ride on up. <laughs> let it drop. Would you like to continue on with things that we want to thank Black Jesus for? Um. Uh, what is this cotton picking field trip? I don't know. That was yours. Is that something <laughs> we thank him for? What? You you put this here. Oh shit! I All right, not. I think I put that in the wrong. I was very <laughs> the confused. <wrong> category. <laughs> okay. Because I will not be thanking Black Jesus for this. Oh, because they they canceled it. Oh, there we go. I am (laughs) So I thank Black Jesus for intervening is what's happening here. Because Mm -hmm. the parents of uh, Cardinal Mooney High School in Youngston or Youngstown Where the hell is that at? Is that Pennsylvania? I don't know. The point is they were supposed to go on a cotton picking field trip. Um, the New York Post had reported about it. This was like two weeks ago. But it's a private Catholic high school, mind you, in Ohio, actually. 
Um, and it's an immersive class lesson, supposedly, that was aiming at rec- recreating the experience of slavery, uh, complete with spiritual music and picking sorry, genuine why? raw. But wait, 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 Rewind. Why do we need to recreate Youngstown, Ohio? Why do we need to recreate the experience of slavery? Are we supposed to be forgetting about it? Right, because don't the history books now say that we like we got on that boat all because we wanted to. We was like, no, they do not say that. No, they do not. No, they do not, Laura. No, 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 no. No, no, no. It doesn't say we wanted to, but it it definitely. Laura? will suggest that we came Laura. willingly. I promise Laura. you, I need to find the article. I will find Laura. it. Did we also shackle ourselves to said boat? <laughs> you mean those were accessories, Aisha? Those are just- Oh, are just of ex- course. You accessorizing. Lord, Lord, no, no, no. Willingly, okay. yep, I'm gonna find that article for you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. So yeah, I think oh Black Jesus for intervening and you know not allowing us to go onto that cotton picking field trip as after the parents were like, uh, nope. So yeah, there was that. And I haven't followed up on this. It was also a while ago. Um, but the Connecticut government proposes to move school funds from wealthy towns to poor ones. Oh, um, hell yeah, hell yeah. So in cities like Bridgeport and Hartford, mm-hmm. this was, um they were saying that they would put ta- put money into those towns from more affluent towns like Greenwich and Groton. So I don't know where, if the vote already happened or where this went. I can't foresee rich people letting this happen. But the fact that they wanted to propose it as a start, I guess. Word, word, word. Planting seeds. Thank you, Black Jesus, for that. Planting seeds uh, after I done started talking about picking um, cotton? Really, Aisha? Not really? cotton seeds. You know what? We're just going to move forward. We do have a hefty list okay. of things for Black Jesus to fix. Um, I've gotten rid of most of these things, um, but we'll just give the rundown. If you haven't heard by now, uh, Beyonce is pregnant with twins. <laughs> Beyonce. Um, and I don't know if you watched her. Was that the Grammys? Yeah, that was the Grammy. Her Grammy performance. Um, Word. But it was wonderful, in my opinion. And I'm not like. See, I put Beyonce, Beyonce, and Oprah in a very similar category where I respect what they have accomplished. And I'm gotcha. not their number yeah. one fans. I'm in the same place. Because I, I feel like the hype is annoying, but I do feel like they have worked their behinds off. I think they are an amazing, incredible influence on society, and I think they have worked for everything they have. I respect them. Okay. So you don't um, believe in Illuminati, what you're saying? Well, she told us that the haters were corny with the Illuminati mess. So this is true. I do recall that. I do recall her saying that. All right, just just want so, to get a clarify. Just want to clarify. even Bonanza is trying to convince us she ain't a part of the Illuminati. So you know, word. Um, either way, um, she there was a tweet <laughs> by a Twitter user named Bruno Major, and he says there are more black people inside Beyonce right now than in Donald Trump's entire cabinet so i'm just gonna go ahead and say fix it black jesus because that is true (laughs) sad and and true because i don't think omarosa is in the cabinet yeah i think she like she sits outside with a pen and paper yeah and i can't with mr carson like we just can't with mr carson so whatever 
but yes. next, <laughs> congratulations, but not set. Word. Um, how did she hide that for so long? Oh, gosh, I mean, it's not well, like I hang out with her. The nothing. rumor mill. The rumor mill is that Blue was at school telling everybody, and so she oh, had because Blue was running her mouth. Because she is a child. <laughs> yeah, well, because when Blue was in the womb, nobody told us nothing. Like, we were not worthy. And I remember <laughs> so. Wendy Williams went hard. In, not that I even, like, subscribe to what Wendy Williams says. However, when I'm in the mood for some tea, Wendy Williams, she has been there for me to provide me with all the tea. And she said that Beyonce's pregnancy was fake. So... I mean, that is obviously Beyonce and Jay-Z's child. <laughs> that is undeniable. However, she said Beyonce was never even pregnant. That she was faking it. Yeah. So, mm. let's put that out there. Yeah, and they had that video where, like, it looked like her belly was collapsing or something. I don't know. Yeah, it like, it was folded in half but, or something. <clears throat> like, but she had both, like, I don't yeah. remember if it was, like, Will or my mom or somebody. They were like, why would she do this? And I was like, well, that answers all those questions. If y'all trying to come for her this time, and don't y'all don't think that she is very pregnant, uh, like very very pregnant, y'all can go sit down. Like, but enough about Beyonce. Uh, enough Beyonce um, talk. <laughs> she's already taken up more of our time than necessary. Word. Um, <clears throat> I think that's enough. I think I think I think that's enough. There are so many things for Black Jesus to fix, but there's just not enough time in the day right now. Let us go uh, to a more positive note then. So I'm just going to run down this list. Do it. So Boom. a lot of this stuff is old, but still worth mentioning. Um, there's supposed to be a new movie about Nelson Mandela. Oh, word. Who's in that? I remember it was a big name that's supposed to play him. Um, it's a BET movie. Mm, how we feel about them? Well, here's the thing. It's Lawrence Fishburne. So here's the thing. Oh, okay. um, I'm here for it. Oh, okay. I'm here for it. Right. Apparently, like the new edition mini series, yes. whatever you want to call it, yes, was fire. I haven't seen it. I don't have cable. Nor do I. On both those points. Every person that I've heard talk about is like they did an amazing job. So maybe there is restored faith in BET. Maybe there. Finally getting it. Who owns it? <clears throat> and that after show. showing, <clears throat> and after showing endless reruns of Purple Rain, they decided they needed new material. <laughs> so <laughs> they have been creating things, and apparently they're doing a good job. And the story of Nelson Mandela has been done a couple times, but um, Lawrence Fishburne is an incredible actor, and I think it's gonna be good. All right, cool. I like I think it's already happened. Um like they already did it. It started on the 15th and what's today the 18th? 19th. Oh, it's my 19th. cousin's birthday. Mm. Uh, it's probably too late to call them now. You don't have Yeah, to it's it's, it's tomorrow in the future now. So mm. yeah, it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that happened. Um just so you know, the Gerber baby and Mr. Clean are both now black folks. Yes. So yes. In the world. And there's a new Gucci ad or a fairly recent Gucci ad. Everybody black. And I'm very excited about that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. 
One of my favorite podcasts, So Many White Guys, is back. It's with Phoebe Robinson, one of the two dope queens. If you haven't listened to it, it's really good. She interviews different people. Most of them are not white pe- white guys. Like, the whole idea is that there are all these podcasts that are just, like, middle-aged white men. Kind of like mm-hmm. cycling. Um, that, and so she, they're not wearing Lycra. Yeah. We call those mammals, middle-aged men in Lycra. By the way, um, yeah, I think it's great. Um, check that out. Trap yoga. Uh, there's a. I'm sorry. What did you just <clears throat> say? Trap yoga. I said trap yoga. Tell us. Tell, please tell me more because I don't like yoga, but I I do like trap music. So I've never heard it called trap yoga. I've heard of people doing hip hop yoga before, and I think this is very similar. So it's basically yoga over rap music. And well, I'm can not you 100% do that? Sure how it works, but I have seen it done. Like, I've seen it being presented. I've never seen the actual class, but, like, I've seen advertisements for a class. Um, but this one is called Trap Yoga, and it's run by a gentleman named Brandon Copeland in D.C. Um, so Ooh. I just look into that if you were interested. Or in is, he black? Area. is he black? He black. He black, man. Oh, all right. That's what's up. He has a protective style. He got some dreadlocks going. Oh, that's what's up. He can um, go to the army if you want to, but don't, brother, don't run away. All right. <laughs> Uh, Imperial Dreams is a new Netflix original starring John Boyega, the, the black kid from the Star Wars movie, the newest ones. I watched it. And? Um, I was captivated. I was. Mm. I think mm. the acting mm. did what it was supposed to do. It is another like hood movie and I have emotions about that and I feel like we got a lot of those already. I don't. Ooh, can I read the synopsis? Yes, go ahead. A young father returns home from jail, eager to care for his son and become a writer. But crime, poverty, and flawed system threaten his plans. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, basically the whole movie, I was just yelling at the screen, but like, don't do it! <laughs> the main character is named, like, Bambi. That's his name, Bambi. Who named? Like, nah, Bambi, don't do it. Bambi, don't do Like, Bambi was, like, the temptations of getting back into trouble were just very large. And But say, we normally like, yell at white girls going up the stairs in horror movies, not at the black Yes, people. but I needed Bambi to stay out of trouble. Like, that's okay. all I wanted for Bambi. Okay. You're going to have to watch it if you want to know if he did or not. But <laughs> I was captivated. That is what I can say about Imperial Dreams. I kind of wondered what it was like for John Boyega to play a hood dude in L.A., Right, right because he is not a hood dude from LA. He's neither from one UK of or from somewhere in Europe. He has a European he, accent. Really, I thought he was from Mother Africa. Oh, is he? I guess he could be like a first generation European. Now I, I need to know. I thought he was like. Now I. Need. I thought he was from the motherland. I just imagine him. <clears throat> yeah, he's from London. Oh shit! That's what I thought. Oh, mm hmm. He's 24 years old, so he better work, though. I'm very happy from? for him See, and all I'm gonna, his success. Well, I'm gonna go, I am stalking him now. I'm going to learn all about him. Oh, you know his mama is prob- probably from other Africa. Because I have seen the pictures. Because his name is John Adedayo Adegboyega. Damn right your name is. She Let it be, boo. Mm-hmm. Let it be. Nigerian parents. Oh, you so, just, I was about to say it. Mm. Abigail and Samson. Mm, those are some strong names. Ooh, yeah. Those Abigail and Samson. Samson right there. Ain't that, ain't that in the Bible? <laughs> all right. All mm-hmm. right. Samson and Delia. Um, either way, oh, side note, whenever I hear the word Samson, I think about um, Half-Baked. Have you ever seen Half-Baked? 
<laughs> but there's that music video. I want to talk to Samson. <laughs> Another movie for the people oh. in the back. <laughs> Please watch Half Baked. Oh, I love Half Baked. It's so funny. Okay, anyway, um, Girl Trip. It's an it's a like forty plus women's. I'm gonna assume they're forty plus women. Um, getting into it. It, it reminded me of kind of like a. Is this Netflix? With the, huh? Is this on Netflix? Netflix. I think it's supposed to be a feature film. I don't know. Um, it what's that movie where the white dudes go to Vegas and oh, um, Hangover. Hangover. Yeah, it reminded me of that kind of vibe, but with middle-aged black women, where they just oh, being Queen Latifah's in it. Yeah, Queen Latifah's in it. Regina Hall, Jada Pinkett, Regina Hall, Tiffany Haddish. It's a star-studded cast. It looks like it'll be fun to watch. It'll be it'll be like watching. Watching aunties get in trouble. Oh shit, Lorenz Tate is in this? He's still around. Lorenz Tate is in it? What? Oh, we just took it way back with Lorenz Tate, though. Didn't we, though? Okay. Um, Sampha, I haven't listened to it yet, but apparently this album is fire, so. Ooh, downloading. Uh, do it. Mm hmm. And the new Missy video where they dance out on the, the yoga balls. Have you seen I that? have not seen that. Make it happen. Um, Daryl Davis. Sampha? Uh, S-A-M-P-H-A. Um, Daryl Davis. Remember Daryl Davis? Our friend who likes to make acquaintance of the KKK? Oh, yes! Him! The black man. Well, yes. what happened to him? Um, <laughs> oh, Aisha, don't be... Girl, girl, girl. <laughs> so I think they are giving him... Oh, he has a, a featured documentary. It's not a show. But maybe we will finally find out how you get out of the KKK. Because he... <laughs> wait, but Daryl Davis, he's the black dude that goes around befriending... Talking to KKK Damn, members. I just have to make to sure. them to convert to, like, who's giving regular him, people. Who's giving him this deal? Is it, like, Lifetime or somebody? He has a film. It's already made. It's got awards and stuff. Oh, shit. All right. That's, oh, and it's called Accidental Courtesy. Accidental Courtesy. Right. All right. Wait, have you listened um, to the Sampa album? I haven't, but um, I think it's more of like an ethereal type. Okay. Um, I'll listen to it while I get ready for work. Oh, it's not like a hip hop album or anything, but it's like, yeah. But it's even like, explicit. Maybe like a more of like a yeah. Oh, the only one song. It's probably closer to like Maxwell. Okay. I know it's more than one song. Uh -huh. Um, My bad. right. And then Alex Hibbert, the little black boy from Oh, from Moonlight. Black boy from Moonlight. That's my that's my dude though. He you don't know said that he friends. would like to use his money when he grows up and do um and to help find a cure for cancer. And when I saw this, like the article comments were like, nah, baby, they already got that cure. You need to save your money. <laughs> oh, but it's true. Oh, <laughs> Oh, I love that they were trying to be tender with it, though. They you know? like, like, baby, don't just keep your money. You could find something else. They, they already got the cure. Oh. <laughs> don't waste your money. <laughs> so that's my, oh. whole, my whole list. That is the longest uh, list I think we've ever had. I like it's a couple it. weeks long, and I haven't added to it this week at all. So all the new things that happen, I'm just going to talk about them next time. All right. So bus how? So bus wait, 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 wait. Mm -hmm. wait, wait, wait. Bus how? Wait a minute. There was another thing. Oh, no. How come this isn't two places? 
You want me to go first, Mark? Yes, please. I'm sorry. All right. Bus house. A couple weeks ago, Milo Enopolis, or however you say this fool's name, came to Berkeley for um, some sort of talk he was giving mm-hmm. um, for the Republicans Club of something or other at UC Berkeley. Who cares? I don't care about none of these details because Milo is a jerk and he does not deserve the respect of having anything said correctly. Mm-hmm. Either way, the next morning, Berkeley College of Music, where I'm an alumni, checks their social media to discover that they are getting all kinds of mentions of angry people saying that these libtards and that and lib- liberals this and like they were just going in. I'm sorry, did you say libtards? Yes, that is a thing that people call, like the conservatives <sighs> call liberals libtards. It's very right. awful. Um, <clears throat> either way, this is a problem that I've always had when I say, oh, I went to Berkeley. I did not go to UC Berkeley, not the one in California, the one with two E's in Boston. Mm-hmm. Apparently this is, this got very mixed up on Twitter. Because oh, if gosh. you haven't heard about M- Milo and the incident, there was also a um, accompanying protest that happened because people don't like Milo. And lots of stuff got broken and lots of things got messed up as protests often end up that way. Um, because agitators come in and start messing stuff up, and we can talk about all of that another time. All we know, all I can, ha- all I have to say is that it happened. Mm-hmm. So, I just thought it was hilarious that this problem that I always have, where people are like, "Oh, you went to Berkeley, Cal-? like I did not go to Berkeley, California," but on the internet, it also got confused. So now, Berkeley College of Music is being targeted as having allowed these protests to go on, and it's not even in the same city. A lot of mercy. So please check your the tags that you're using and make sure I that you're people. yelling at the right person or the <laughs> right people. institution. That's 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 all I have to say about that. What else do you have to share with us? That's it. I'm good. Oh, love them. Well, I will speak about satin pillowcases because I'm here for them. And I put on all of my white roommates onto them at UBI. <laughs> and we're like, Laura, why? What is up with you your pillowcase? travel with the sad pillowcase? I brought two, one for each week. You best believe I changed my pillowcase weekly. And yes, I did travel with my satin pillowcases because twofold, I do not need to be getting my hair all dry and messed up and such. It's also supposedly good for your skin to help my black not to crack. Furthermore, <laughs> I would like to add that there is another person in my life who has benefited from me only having sat- satin pillowcases, and it is the man in my life whose luxurious hair has been flourishing after some shea moisture and some sound pillowcases have entered his life. So there is that. Um, also, there's this website called Buy from a Black Woman. I am, It's just what it sounds like, Buy from a Black Woman. Okay, do it. All right. I think that'll about wrap it up for this week. Wrap it up. That's uh, safe sex. There you go. <laughs> follow us on the Facebook, the SoundCloud, the Twitter, the Instagrams. Email us at fixitblackjesus at gmail.com. Oh, we don't have a question for people. Question. Um, but my question is, have you noticed that you've had internal biases? What do you do about them? How do you check your fear? Have you overcome that fear? Things like that. Ooh, or give us yeah. a... Give us an anecdote or an instance where you experienced something like that, either on the receiving or the delivering end. Um, yeah, that's all I got. Uh, anything to add, Laura? 
leave us comments give us feedback we love you do y'all know of a toothpaste that is black owned oh because i'm trying to change up my toothpaste because of fluoride so like maybe somebody knows so maybe i need to check out one of these directories i keep recommending to people actually Mm -hmm. check it out all right i'm done all right well my name is aisha mcgowan and i'm laura solis and this was fix it black jesus bye bye please fix it black jesus